maybe we can also talk about like the military parades and stuff. Yeah, you've read more about that than I have, so you'll have to. I actually don't know anything about that. I've just, I'm just so tired of, of uh, the his whole bullshit that I'm just like, fine, fuck it, you know, whatever. <laughs> military parade, just you know, go come out and say it. Just come out and say you're the dictator. Oh shit, we're recording by the way. Are we really? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh that's that's how you do. You, yes. Uh, you gorilla record. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Come up on the mic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, maybe we should get like mic uh mic clips so we you know, we're just we could just uh, clip the mics to our collars and just record whenever we want, you know? That would be cool. You know? I'm sure um, there's an there's an app for that or something like that. You know what I want to buy? Like, really, like, um, clunky and annoying headgear to attach the <laughs> microphone to so that it would constantly lop to the side <laughs> and just annoy the shit out of us. <laughs> we could be those guys, like, we're really in the studio, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Save up and buy those things that, like, suspend the mics from a... From an arm, so like we can just you oh know, yeah move it around. yeah yeah like they actually do in the uh, at the Radio Free Brooklyn home base oh <laughs> yeah you know yeah. before somebody unfortunately pours beer all over the consoles and just <laughs> lets the cats run wild I imagine <laughs> all that they... over the equipment that's just uh, like <laughs> I imagine they do have like a. Uh, a cacophony of cats. <laughs> yeah, I just remember Tom being like, like every time we, I've gone to one of the meetings, it's always like, "All right, guys, <laughs> who keeps leaving the beer all over the freaking equipment and the garbage just everywhere? Who keeps putting boogers all over the wall right next to where I record?" You know, shit. <laughs> Somebody has it out for Tom. <laughs> Jeez, uh, all the. Uh... Radio Free Brooklyn uh, hosts are just ruffians. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Rap scallions. Rap scallions, you know, riffraff. <laughs> Gar, they're pirates. <laughs> they don't know how to how to be among civilized folk and equipment. <laughs> they feel wait, what's that? What did Johnny Depp say? They feel funny and unsullied or something. Oh, oh. <laughs> I feel sullied and unusual. <laughs> <laughs> Love that line. <laughs> So, let's give politics a backseat as we welcome you into the gentle sounds of rain. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, stop. You can't just, we're not just going to white noise our way through this episode. You know, dear listeners, before... <laughs> Before uh, Pavel started surprise recording us tonight, um, we were having a really uh, involved conversation about silence. You you just think it's weird that m- me and my wife don't like silence. And that's, How could you not like silence? We that's just, like we just don't. We just don't. I don't, and we don't need you to to silence shame us. That, <laughs> that's like saying I want to quench my thirst, but I don't like liquid. You know, it's like, how do you not like silence? There are other forms of quenching your thirst. And we mist. 
You can't, you, you can't quench your thirst <laughs> with mist. <coughs> See? Sure, but- yeah. <laughs> Hit that shit in a spray bottle. That's that's more of a spray than a than a mist. It's a fine mist. Oh God. Anyway. Then you're focusing the mist in your mouth. We don't try running through a foggy night with your mouth open and see if that quenches your thirst. That's the only way we we moisturize ourselves. Oh God, that would be so creepy. Just I know it's a bunch like, of people running around ah, with, with their mouths open. They just come at you through the fog. Oh, wow, that's like an opening scene of some sort of like weird Stephen King novel or yeah, something like that. But yeah, so you guys have a the um, Tommy Misters, the Tommy Misters, <laughs> <laughs> the Mist Knockers. I don't know. Have you ever seen that movie, The Tommy Knockers? No, no. That movie is batshit insane. We have to watch that movie together. All right, cool. yeah. Cool. It's got everything: cat people, <laughs> incest. All right, more cat people. Do the cat people participate in incest? Yes. All right. Well. And for some reason, actual cats don't like them. It's the most bizarre movie you've ever seen. That part actually isn't bizarre to me. Um, oh, wait. That's not Tommyknockers. That's Sleepwalkers. Um, ah, that's my problem. Like, I always get titles that rhyme confused. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I always get to Robocop confused with... Time Cop? Schindler's List. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, the movies are so close. <laughs> Or Schindler's List and then Schindler's Lust. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. My mind is going to terrible, yeah, I know, terrible I know. That's, places. That's a very bad joke. That is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> you can send your complaints to Pablo Martinez, 718-592. That one just might get edited out. I'm editing this week, buddy. So <laughs> oh, shit. be prepared for the uh, the hate mail <laughs> for all the Schindler's List fans that listen to our show. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you guys have a white noise machine yes. that makes ocean sounds and we do rain. Yes. Um. So you're convincing yourselves that you're in the middle of Brooklyn, um, on beachfront property. Technically, we are because we're all the way out on the beachy area, kind of. Mm, mm. We're just. Uh, you could walk 20 minutes in any direction from your house and not hit the beach. That's true. So you're not that close. Look, we're just beach fans, okay? Yeah. We're beach and storm fans. When was the last time you were both uh, at a beach together? Yesterday. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm talking about an actual beach, not like. Uh, Something on PS4. <laughs> hey, man. That is a lifelike mm-hmm. recreation of a beach. It's more of an experience than uh-huh. an actual place. Okay? Uh-huh. Being on Jakku doesn't count. <laughs> okay. It's just like Asgard is a people. It doesn't have to be a place. <laughs> oh, oh, he busts that <laughs> one out. He busts that. he busts that chestnut out right there. All right. All right. That's. Uh, I see it. I see where you're going. I just... I don't know. It's weird. I think you guys um, inadvertently like freaked yourselves out for life while watching the uh, the return of Twin Peaks because you told me you guys actually like decided to not sleep in this apartment one night because 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Because of some sort of creepiness, and since it's quiet around here, you know? Yeah, that, well, you know, I wouldn't go so far as the... We did, we did sleep in this apartment. We just, you know, we were kind of unnerved by that first episode. It's something about the way that um, that f- those first few episodes kind of uh, introduced this dark... Because <laughs> what we were expecting was the normal Twin Peaks, which is like a parody of soap operas. Hmm. And uh, this twin, the new Twin Peaks that came around was just like, all right, we're not fucking around. We're going to scare the fuck out of you. Yeah. Just like right off the bat. So, um, so yeah, I, I guess it kind of unnerved us, but I don't, I just think that we've had this kind of like, we're, we're noise junkies. We just, love the the sound of the ocean we'd prefer that to like for some reason silence just unnerves the and it, it unnerves me i can't really speak for my wife but it unnerves me and it, it's hard to fall asleep to especially you know you know what it is you know what it is about silence is that for me um my thoughts like they're like uh, an entire football team trying to get into a to- uh, a phone booth Okay. <laughs> um, and as soon as like the silence hits and I'm trying to go to sleep, just all of them are just like, "Blue Forty Two, Blue Forty Two, what?" They all just like you know, they just dive in there like, you know, like the Patriots says they take a loss. Oh, oh. 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 he got a, uh, a, a sports joke in there. Patriots slam. Congratulations. Uh, Eagles. Yeah, Philadelphia um, Eagles. Are they the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles? I was going to say like Des Moines Eagles or something like that. That's how much <laughs> in, into football I, I just am know not. I only know that because I know that, um, you know, uh, Philadelphia just erupted into chaos after they won. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> that's right. The... Um, the exuberant celebrations that took place in the streets with people climbing on cars and and ta- for some reason there's a a tradition of taking down light poles oh yeah and you just know, walking around with them because it's you know it's just harmless fun no, yeah, yeah I mean, of course property is... destruction after a a sports game i mean huh, it's all american <laughs> but god help you if you have a grievance against an injustice, then you're just a rioting thug. Rioting in the street and causing trouble because you're a person of color. I think. <laughs> I think. I think next time, uh, some sort of like uh, riot breaks out, uh, people should just yell, "No, no, it's because you know." So and so team won. It's yeah. all right, you know. <laughs> the Eagles won. Yeah, it's like oh, we're still celebrating. We're it's like, <laughs> oh, we can't do anything, Sarge. You know. <laughs> but, uh, Before we go any further, I'm Pablo Morales Martinez, and I'm Ernesto Mancibo, and together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But um, today's been a goddamn nightmare. So what's I'm I'm just like I'm ready to wind down with a glass of wine and my favorite Matthew McConaughey movie and just <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
What is your favorite Matthew McConaughey movie? Failure to launch. Is it failure to launch? Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> How to lose a guy in 10 days? No, wait. True Detective. True Detective. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There you go. Cool. Not really a movie, but sure feels cinematic. All right. Yeah. I, would say, I would say mine is Interstellar. Interstellar. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Murph. <laughs> Murph. Murph. <laughs> Come on, Murph. <laughs> Like really, that's the, that's the name they're going with. Okay, all right, great. If you had to choose uh, for your daughter's name, um, hypothetically, I don't know if you've uh, conceived yet or if you're hiding children somewhere. But if you had to choose between for a little girl mm-hmm. between Merv and Michael Burnham, oh, you motherfucker! Which one, or you motherfucker? That's the third choice. Oh, damn. Which one would you choose? I got to go with motherfucker just for the impression <laughs> that child will not fuck around. I'd follow you around in public all the time. Just waiting, <laughs> just waiting for you to call after that child. Motherfucker. <laughs> Don't you cross the street, motherfucker. <laughs> if I have to tell you one more fucking time <laughs> to pick up after your skateboard, you motherfucker. You know, it's just- just that all day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Motherfucker Morali Martinez. Yeah. Wow. Triple M. That's I uh, love it. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a certain je ne sais quoi. That would look great on a birthday cake. It I have would. To say. It would. It's a lot of frosting. <laughs> a lot of frosting. Maybe like... <laughs> Get like little frosting versions of uh, Samuel L. Jackson's head. Oh my to god! Line, yes, <laughs> to line the cake. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, I would just like that. Would just be the portrait. Like I'd get one of those digital portraits. <laughs> I, I always find those 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 pictures like they that they digitally imprint onto cakes. That's really weird. I'm like, what kind of ink goes into that kind of shit? Um, <laughs> ed- like, edible ink. <laughs> edible ink. Food it just di- looks really weird. It's probably just like food dye, like really. That looks disgusting, though. That's the that falls into that weird category of like, of like unappealing cakes, like those baby cakes. Have you seen those cakes where they like make cakes that are in the shape and perfect mold of a baby? What? Yeah. Who does this? I don't know. White people. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, let's be real. Come on. Um. Yeah, that's like, damn. I didn't want to go into politics, but um. Hey, we went into baby cakes. Yeah, like. we did. We did. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk a little bit about Rose McGowan, and how I feel like she lost oh, her goddamn mind. Rose McGowan. Um. Yeah, like she's she's. Uh, like I've seen some interviews with her, and I saw that meltdown that she had in Barnes and Noble. Oh, and uh, I can't make now. I can't make hit like where before I was like, yeah, right on, right on, take on the system. And then I hear about you know her like co-opting the Me Too movement for to launch some kind of uh, documentary TV series, oh. and I'm just like, okay, um, not your movement. Um, oh. You didn't start it. 
like it, but it's good that you advertise it. I'm still on the Rose train. Uh-huh. And then, you know, she has that meltdown. And then I see that weird interview with Stephen Colbert. And I'm just like, okay, there's, there's some, 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 uh, I don't know. I don't it, know. It just goes to show you that you can be part of a marginalized group and still have white privilege. Yeah. And those two, I don't know how those two can exist within one body without it like, exploding the way Smith did at the end of the first Matrix. Like, just, no! <laughs> just imagine every once in a while you see like lumps just racing around her face, you know, just, just trying to keep it in. Nope, nope. Oh, God. But uh, yeah, yeah. That, that was really, really unfortunate. Um, yeah, I mean, this is this is what I think. I'm going to tell you about what I my my view on this is that uh, Rose McGowan and certain celebrities I'm just, I'm talking about celebrities both female and male they have been living in celebrity land mm-hmm. for too long and they think that their farts don't stink yep and they think that you know since they've gained a little bit of political insight that everything that comes out of their mouth and everything the action that they take is all of a sudden like revolutionary yep um but yeah that's i mean hit it right on the head yeah and for a white woman to co-opt uh a movement that was started by a black woman is kind of it's, it's not cool um and that's that's pretty much where i'm just gonna rest my case on that because right. i i feel like that's any any further, and I run the risk of just coming off as like, oh, I'm a mansplain feminism to men, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you, you said it really well. Um, I, just to add a little bit onto that, there, there's been a longstanding problem with the intersection between uh, feminism as expressed through white women and uh, the inclusion of <laughs> all other women who are not white yeah. and coming uh, coming and supporting the uh, movements and very specific concerns of women of color that white women just don't show up for, but still expect all of those women to show up for uh, the things that they call out because, hey, we're all women. It's just like... Well, we're all women when it comes down to what you point out, but when we point out stuff, you know, you you don't have our backs, you know, you're not, you're 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 not even listening. You yeah. Know? So um that's a I can't imagine how I mean I can't imagine, but it must be unbelievably frustrating because you want to have unity, but who can you trust? I think that um like it's it's still relatively like a new movement that's taken hold and like there's just certain things that it has to sort out like the, the intersectionality thing has always been like a problem mm-hmm. but um like i don't know i'm just i'm excited to see like how far it'll go yeah well i mean it definitely feels like we've gone through um, we've gone through a door that we can't reverse gears through. Um, the 
the Time's Up movement, the Me Too movement, um, just the conversation that's going on with the way women are treated uh, within industry, in the workplace, in society in general, um, something has definitely shifted. Uh, we still have to keep on stoking that fire, but uh, we're, we're making... We're making the kind of progress that changes the paradigm uh, for the long term. I, at least I believe. Yeah. You know, and it couldn't. I mean, <sighs> this should have come decades earlier. Yeah. You know, if not longer. Absolutely. But, um, I'm glad we're at least starting to. Uh, Things are starting to move. Enter that now. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> what. Well, uh, hold on just a second. Sweetie? <laughs> Sweetie, are you okay? Are you okay? No, I just... I heard you coughing. Are you all right? Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, wait. Whoops. He had to check on his wife. No, and, uh, and we've recorded We've recorded all of that, so... Oh, shit. Uh, feel it's... Uh, feel free to... It's to built cut, in... Cut that out. <laughs> it's built in RBT behind the scenes. <laughs> Where Pablo checks on his wife, <laughs> blows his nose, and puts it oh, in his pocket. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> One day that, that picture of you is going to show up on the RBT you, If you Jeez. do that shit. Oh, dude. Listeners, oh. Uh, Ernesto has a certain facial expression that is the stuff of a thousand memes. I promise <laughs> you, my friend. I will unleash so much hell. <laughs> yeah. I actually kind of already started because uh, I posted a pretty embarrassing photo of myself up on the our uh, Robots versus Taxes Twitter page. You did? Yeah. Follow us on Twitter, people. Um, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I, I put I put it up. It's kind of a blurry photo of me just going like making this like a like a. Um, uh, a really silly face where I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit, it's my dear face. Well, I gotta, I gotta go to the uh, RVT Twitter page. Yeah. Now and, uh, yeah, head on down there and check it out. Yeah, yeah, check it out, man. All right, all right. Um, the Deadpool trailer dropped today. It did. You didn't see it. I have not seen it. Ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna put a pause. And you're watching me. All right, it's going. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! This trailer. Yeah. Oh my god! So, so Nessa good. just saw the Deadpool two trailer. That's right. That's yeah. right. Oh my god! You know they 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 pay attention to every single detail. Yeah. Um. That shot at DC. Uh, way to go! <laughs> it's like it's a fucking mustache. <laughs> I was like, oh man. Then he's like, fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> I was like, oh, yes. Yes. Oh, man. Now yeah. that they're all under one umbrella, I bet they have a lot more freedom uh, to. I mean, he's making Thanos jokes like yeah. right off the bat. And I'm like, <laughs> it's going to happen. And I really like Like I told you, I my my dream cameo would just be for 
Deadpool to just appear in the back of shots <laughs> at random and just be like, you know, him poking his head out and just being like, what the hell is going on here? And then just never like no one acknowledges. Yes. It. <laughs> he disappeared. You never see him again. Oh, man. Up until, of course, you know, the X-Men are introduced into the Marvel Marvel canon. Man, I bet that's going to be a major um, event in uh, Phase 4. Yeah. Where they just, you know, somebody's just going to say mutant and everything's just going to fucking explode. AVX, man. I'm waiting for that. Oh, that would be... Avengers versus X-Men. They could do it. the stuff of, like, my... If I'm if my twelve year old self were transported through time to this moment, <laughs> he'd be really happy and also really disappointed at the man he turned out to be. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man. <laughs> what did your twelve year old self hope you you'd turn out to be? A fire truck? Okay. Well Yeah, I'm I'm almost I'm working on it. <laughs> Yeah, when you uh, when we walked down the I street, the fire part down. Oh, isn't that isn't that a nice little self pat on the I back? Know. You know, I did it. I set myself on fire. Oh, oh, is that what you meant? That you yeah. set yourself on fire? I thought you were like like because I am on fire. No, oh, you think it's because I'm like oh, I'm so sexy. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't have the the confidence for, for to pull off any of that kind of thing. <laughs> Rico, yeah, suave. <laughs> Whatever happened to that dude, Rico Suave? Oh God, he had he had like a short-lived uh, TV show, right? He had like a, one of those reality TV shows. I right? I'm gonna say yes, yeah, <laughs> just because, yeah, that's yeah. what they did back in the day, um, and still today as well. Yeah, um, I don't know. He's probably dead. But <laughs> oh no. no he's probably doing really well for himself you know wouldn't that be something yeah. he's just like he's like i went to school and <laughs> got my degree in chemistry <laughs> i am now dr suave <laughs> i'm also competing with elon musk <laughs> oh shit <laughs> i'm sending a lowrider <laughs> into space playing Rico Suave. That's fucking wild. Okay. I, you know, at first I didn't believe that news. It's just like, you know, releasing a. Uh, the Dr. Suave is going to release a lowrider? No, space? no, no, no. Okay. That, that <laughs> Elon Musk <laughs> sent a Tesla into into space. Yeah. Like, playing David Bowie, just David Bowie music forever and ever into the cosmos. Really? Yeah really odd how like, much fucking money does this guy have he's just he's like he's like you know what i'll send a car into space and then everybody around him's like uh oh uh okay has he lost his fucking mind <laughs> like, just do it just do it. this is not even the weirdest thing he said just do it you know <laughs> wow so right now <laughs> there's a car in space in space yeah. You know we're going to see that referenced in uh, probably Guardians of the Galaxy 3 yes. or something like that. Oh, know? my God. That would be amazing <laughs> if they just like fly past the car and it has no bearing on the story whatsoever. It's just like, what the, what the fuck? 
Rocket's gonna be like, well, there goes the neighborhood, you know, <laughs> or some shit like that. But uh, speaking of space, have you seen the? Oh, wait, you posed the question to me, mm-hmm. and then I'm posing the question back to you. Han Solo trailer. Yeah. Yeah. The Han Solo trailer. What'd you think? Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I think it's gonna suck. Yeah. I, I think this is. Um, I think you're like I. I'm. I'm totally on the contrary to this. Uh, to this whole thing, I'm like on the side of like when people were like, Ben Affleck's not gonna be a good Batman, and I'm just like, what if he just knocks it out of the park? He didn't, but <laughs> <laughs> he did. He left. He's not bad. I think. <laughs> That is true, but I think it comes down somewhere in the middle, man. Right. That, you know what? The, the more I think about it, the more I think that was a bad example. I, I love, <laughs> I love one-liners that completely, uh, just capture the imagination. I mean, I'm, I'm taking a little bit of a left turn here, but I was listening to uh, some George Carlin um, okay. earlier today, and he was having some interview, and the interviewer asked him, like, you know what line would you like on your tombstone? And he thought for a second and he said, he was here a minute ago. <laughs> and I laughed out loud in the office. It was, it was just brilliant. Yeah. It, it was a testament to his genius. Yeah. But, um, but Ben Affleck um, as Batman, it falls somewhere in the middle because it's like he wasn't terrible as Batman. No, he was actually pretty good. But I think it's also a matter of the movies being not really so good no that it he didn't have to do much to be good no, you know <laughs> he didn't. um i thought he did a, a pretty good job in the movie that will not be named because i reference it way too often <laughs> you mean batman versus superman is that the one <laughs> the very same ching you hear that <laughs> this is the sound of marvel depositing money into my account <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, uh, he did. He he did. He was the best part about that movie. Him and him and his fight scene were great. Yes, yes. I gotta admit, when he fucking came into that warehouse and kicked everybody's ass, I yeah. was just like, Phew. that was great. Fucking awesome. Um, but uh, uh, going back to the Han Solo trailer, I, I think that it's gonna be good. I actually say I have a lot of faith in this movie. Mm, mm. Um, I, I think actually think, it might, yeah, <laughs> I think it's gonna be the underdog that no one, no one's gonna see it coming. Yeah, yeah. You think so? Yeah. Uh, I think you're wrong. Really? Yeah, I'm saying it right now on air. I think this movie is gonna suck. All right. Badly, um, unless they it's they give us a complete like left turn. Okay. And like within the first five minutes, they just poochie him out of the film oh come on man <laughs> and it's it's just a story about han solo in the afterlife oh that would be amazing that would be then i'd be like okay you know i give it up yeah. to this movie but other than that he just he goes to heaven he's like oh wow yoda's here <laughs> oh this is wild you know i, I don't know why he, he... <laughs> greedo's here <laughs> Uta Chuta Solo. You know. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, oh that's so nerdy. I want to kill myself. Uh, yeah. 
it's 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 what we do here. It's yeah, what we do. It is it is what we do here. But uh, but yeah, but um, I mean, some people like the trailer. I I particularly don't. Well, it was only like what like. 20 seconds long uh, I just it was what was worse was like the the utter tease that was the infinity war teaser or whatever or it was just like it's all led to this infinity war and then it's yeah just that's true like, that's true but but um but comic fans like dissected that little uh super bowl tv spot to death like um there was a part where you see Tony start to suit up while yes, he's standing in the street, I saw that too. and people are just like, "Oh, that's this armor! No, it's that armor!" And I'm and there, there's some strong indications. It's the bleeding edge armor. Yeah, yeah. that's what they're saying. You know, um, so I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm very excited. So that's that's pretty freaking badass. Yeah. yeah. So looking forward uh, to that. I mean, it's, it really does. Infinity War even need to advertise? No, like, I don't know. Will there be another trailer? I don't think there even needs to be. Right, like I really wish that they had just gone the Cloverfield route, <laughs> route or route, whatever, and just uh, just dropped it on us unsuspectingly. <laughs> it, it's just like you no, know, you could go into theaters now and see it, right? Like <laughs> oh, right now. Oh shit! And, and everybody would just be like, well, and they just jump out the window. There would be mass <laughs> chaos yeah. in this. Oh. I can only imagine that call. Like my phone rings, I see it's you, and I pick it up, and I I start to put the phone to my ear, but it's so loud. You're just like, ah, my phone's literally shaking from the vibration. I'm like, dude, calm down. What's wrong? What's wrong? <laughs> Sabrina's sitting a few seasons. Is that my husband? It's like, can you just tell him to calm down? I'm on my way. I'm on foot. <laughs> And you're like, wait, you're running? <laughs> <laughs> Dear listeners, I can't really, because of a leg injury, I can't really run. You should just be cartwheeling. Yeah, just, yeah exactly. <laughs> I just look like a human tumbleweed going down the street. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, but I think people would get trampled to death. Yeah. Um, I've somehow for... I just imagine like all street lights not working for some reason, you know. <laughs> a small like a small per- percentage of the uh, nerd community will all just it'll be an epidemic of swallowed inhalers. <laughs> so they sweep the, na- <laughs> the nation. It's like whoa, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, the day the inhalers fell silent. <laughs> but. Yeah, had they had they done that, that would be, that would be amazing. But um, yeah, it would be would be pretty cool. But but speaking of that kind of movie, yeah, yeah, I gotta say, I I love that uh, on the day of the Super Bowl, this teaser trailer just dropped, and it was just like you know, Cloverfield. Uh, the Cloverfield Paradox, and it's just like available immediately after the game yeah. on Netflix. I was just like, "What?" I was like, "Do they mean the trailer?" Were you like, watching? The and game? then they were like, "No, we mean the whole movie, Ernesto." I'm like, "Ah!" ah! <laughs> like, from nose here. Like he just knocks on the glass in the TV screen. It's like Ernesto. It's on Netflix. Jesus right Christ! <laughs> 
that's when I discover you a week later, like on the floor from a stroke. Look at that. He's, he, he's dreaming that he's running. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. It's my worst nightmare. It's dark. I fall into some sort of medical malady and, you know, I have no wife <laughs> or or anybody who lives nearby. I'd just be there by myself. Aww. Hey, Maybe. Sabrina, if I never come into work, um, are you still awake? No. She's oh, asleep. All right. Fuck it. So, <laughs> Why are you waking my wife? She, obviously, she didn't wake all up. Right, she yes. must have some white noise going on in that room. Let's <laughs> <laughs> rock her to sleep. Yeah, she must find like a, like silence a little unnerving, Mr. Noise Shaming uh, uh, Person. Don't like that. Anyway, yes. um, so they drive true to their word. They drop the movie right after yep. the game. And by the way, no, I wasn't actually watching the Super Bowl. It's just, I think I saw the trailer on uh, Facebook actually. Oh, okay. And I was just like, oh, I figured this must have been a Super Bowl ad, and I freaked out. And, yeah. <laughs> and I, you promptly watched the movie, right? Yeah, I was just like, I mean, the I kept flipping and tuning into the the end of the game just to see when it was over i really didn't give a rat's ass who won though right. i am glad the eagles won because the patriots are trump's team yeah oh really are they i i think what's his name um is tom, is tom brady i thought we weren't going to talk about him tonight ernesto we're not talking about him we're talking about football okay all right so i'm just and it, your balls it inevitably comes up when you talk about pig skin. Ooh. 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 That burns <laughs> something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but um <laughs> But anyway, once it ended, I just kept refreshing Netflix and boom, there it was. Oh, that's awesome. And I and I and I uh I was gonna just watch like half of it, then go to sleep and watch the rest of the things. But I watched the whole thing that night. And I gotta say, I really dug it. Really, I okay. really, really dug it. Okay, cool. That's How about cool. you? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Um, I after I saw it, I was like, "Well done, guys! You pulled a fast one." And I think. <laughs> You sound like a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> you got away with it this time, putting attack on my seat. Next time, though, detention for most of you. But, uh, God, that movie. Um, yeah, I, I didn't. I, I thought it was cheap. Uh, <laughs> and, and it's not like I'm talking about like the visual effects and stuff. I just thought it was like a... I thought it was a, a mediocre movie with an amazing marketing, uh, you know, uh, it just had amazing marketing behind it, hmm. which is the marketing that <laughs> where, uh, you know, it's just like, it, it's just unconventional marketing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they did it. They, yeah, yeah they, they pulled it off. Like mm -hmm. it's the, like, it's what people were talking about. Yeah. They were just like, holy shit. Like there's this whole movie and you can watch it and it's like the whole Cloverfield thing, and I thought it was a mediocre space movie, mm -hmm. like about you know and I've seen movies like this that were better like Sunshine, mm -hmm. I thought that was infinitely better. Yeah, and I thought that although the movie had some interesting concepts to it, like the arm, 
thing was really cool. <laughs> I I have to it's funny. I have to disagree with you like okay. on that point. I thought that I was just like is this movie going silly? Yeah. Out of nowhere it's just like I was like it did turn a little bit into <laughs> evil, but I'm a fan I'm a like, fan of Evil Dead. That's why. And guest starring um <laughs> what's the the hand called on the Adams family? It I thought it was the, the, oh, the hairy no. thing. Thing, yes. Right. It's like in guest starring thing. You know, it's like, oh, that guy hasn't worked in a while, you know. Um I just got big, you yeah, know. Yeah, no, so, he gained a few pounds. Yeah. But uh yeah, I was just like, really? And and the um the guy whose arm it was was not he should have just fallen into like uh, a psychotic break at that point right because the the wall tried to swallow him and then he popped away from it and he was in no pain and he was missing his arm and his arm was animated somewhere else yeah so that like, did take me back to a little it, like it did enter like the schlocky like evil dead yeah i was just like territory okay, this is where they're going that's so that part i wasn't the movie before i'm sorry before you go on the movie itself is like it's insane the amount of talent that's in it. Yeah. Those actors, <laughs> yes. I would watch those actors just read from a phone book and for them to be wasted on a movie that's like, it's like that Ryan Reynolds movie Life, but, you know, less interesting concepts. Ay, 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 that fuck. We've never, ever spoken about that movie. <laughs> about li life? Life, and I think we should touch on it at some point because... Uh. But anyway, um, the I'm not saying that the movie was perfect. And I did read this interesting article the next day that said uh, the Cloverfield Paradox um, was literally saved by Netflix and the advertising campaign. Because it, had it been released in theaters, it would have been a complete bomb. And yes, absolutely. And I, I, I totally agree. I, and I do have to agree with that part just because... As a straight-up science fiction movie, um, right. it didn't have uh, enough legs or arms to, to so, yeah, I know, I know, whatever, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm jockeying to write the next Cloverfield, but, <laughs> but the, uh, the, the movie felt like it was a basic sci-fi film concept that somebody had taken and said okay let's make let's try to make a movie out of this the whole jumping to an alternate universe i feel is a very interesting subject but very hard to pull pull off because it's, it's a very brainy technical subject um and then i feel like in the middle of making the movie somebody said hey if we inserted the whole like cloverfield mythos into this like just like really ancillary in a really ancillary way then it'll you know it'll add like another dimension to it oh, you know geez. and if we make the cloverfield angle feel a little bit like what was left on the cutting room floor of get out then then maybe it'll work you know it's like that because that's what i felt happened it was just like two different movies that originally weren't being made together but they were just like you know we got all this extra film and we need to make this one film feature length. Let's just throw the other bits in. It worked the first time when they did that with 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Because I really, that's one of those movies that I love. It originally started not as a Cloverfield movie. Yeah, it started off as a movie called The Cellar. Mm -hmm. um, and it 
turned into like this really it was just i thought it was like tense like a really intense mm -hmm. you know uh character driven thriller and i loved it mm -hmm. even the science fiction parts where people were just like oh it feels tacked on whatever i'm just like i i thought it was fantastic sensational just mm -hmm. sensational <laughs> and, uh, and uh and i thought they that it worked that time mm -hmm. but i think this time uh to to be like oh the, we have this space movie and uh you know let let's tack on the cloverfield monster at the end of the movie and spoilers by the way um <laughs> and and just be like it's a cloverfield movie see it ties everything together because it's all the dimensional paradox uh, i well, think that it's it, i would have rather preferred the mystique of where the hell did the that monster go why the hell are there alien spacecrafts invading earth at the end of 10 cloverfield lane um, well, I felt that that was a kind of a clever angle because it's it's the movie is essentially a prequel that takes place in the future. Um, the particle accelerator, uh, when the scientist was talking about it before everything you know went south, was saying like this could rip a hole in not only space but also time. It could unleash demons and monsters, you know, and this that, and the other that part so, i was like that's so hokey it's, like that's just bad writing look it's it's it, it is a little bit but you know some sometimes you just gotta appreciate the hokiness <laughs> like if they go too serious with this whole thing I, what i what i feel like they're doing with these movies is besides giving us like a monster movie um of some sort uh they're pushing the boundaries of how to tell this story because there was something about the original cloverfield that really pulled you in emotionally yeah. it's just like oh my god something really bad is happening and it played on that whole nobody knows what's going on um which anybody who lived through 9 11 um can definitely identify with and that's what made it a success and then 10 cloverfield uh 10, 10 cloverfield lane took a very novel approach um which really really worked uh the success with the cloverfield paradox wasn't uh, can't really match the previous two, but I feel like it adds important things to the whole mythos that going forward um, we'll be able to take into account and we'll just uh, expand the universe. Uh, from what I understand, the next Cloverfield project takes place uh, during World War II. Oh, very cool. Yeah. See, that kind of stuff I'll, like I'm, I'm going to really enjoy. Um, and I don't know what the marketing campaign for that will be, but, um, you know, I saw, I, I forget whether it was, um, it was, it was, uh, I think Alex Pinheiro. Remember that guy? Alex Pinheiro. Uh, yeah. The guy who was, uh, the guy, remember we made that little zombie movie and he was the guy that actually played against you oh in battleship that's right he's alex pinero yeah. but all i know is that i'm ernesto mancibo and, and i'm pablo morale martinez and you're listening to robots, robots versus, versus taxes. taxes on radio free brooklyn ah that's right oh <laughs> <laughs> damn you snuck that in so you might as well have been like hiding and like fucking in the dark shadows waiting for me to come home yeah. put down my milk and then just strike that's right that's right Fucking Though, cobra. Well, yeah, I guess uh, you wouldn't have been scared had there been some white noise on in the background. But anyway, <laughs> oh, shit, sorry. Come on. <laughs> Fucking noise shamer. Um, 
So Alex. Yeah, he said something along the lines of like the J.J. Abrams' next marketing ploy is for him just to drive up to people's houses and throw the Blu-ray into their window. <laughs> <laughs> Which I found pretty, pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> so well done, Alex. You, uh, you got, you have yourself some fans on this show. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> Was that J.J. Abrams? <laughs> oh man! Would have thought he was draw- driving a lowrider. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. But yeah, again, like I think that um, Cloverfield, I liked, uh, I liked how it's kind of like this, uh, not vignettes, but that's not the word I'm looking for. It's a starts with an A anthology of like science fiction films Mm. and thrillers and stuff. but the, uh, uh, this movie, I thought, was a, a scam. <laughs> God, that's really, really harsh, yeah. dude. Yeah, I, I know. It's it's because I was expecting a 10 Cloverfield Lane, and instead I got sub-life. Oh. <laughs> Sub-alien sub covenant, you know, Damn. style. It just felt like that ending with the monster. It just it felt so tacked on that I was. They were just like it almost felt like you know the executives should have just come out of the screen and just been like, "Get it? It's all tied together. <laughs> this is a franchise." I'm just well, like, "Get the fuck out of my house! Just get out of my house!" When you put it that way, I can I can definitely see that. Though I have to say, was the scale of the monster like? It's big and unbelievably it was like poking its head above the clouds yeah. was it jesus I christ like, there's there's no way that that you're right because the monster was it wasn't that big to begin with it wasn't like it was just the size of new york yeah, this, like well not the size of new york like the like size of a building of a building this one would have had to have been the size of a mountain yeah. you know which is interesting it makes me wonder what the hell was happening you know, on Earth, you know, I, I, they could definitely expand on it, you know. But anyway, yeah. Um, uh, really quickly, um, uh, life. Oh yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Man. I thought you know what? I, it's just life is one of those movies where it's like it 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 resembles the serial of which it is based <laughs> off of. <laughs> like I don't exactly hate it, and I don't exactly like love it. It started off as something that could have been. Now, if it was Cinnamon Life. (laughs) Or the game of life. (laughs) Oh, yeah, right. Uh, Hey, look, I've got a wife, you know. (laughs) Kids and taxes. (laughs) Oh, nuts. (laughs) Um, But it started off like it could have been like a real uh, high sci fi movie. And then it got unbelievably gory like yeah when that thing was swimming around michael uh not michael um ryan reynolds like inside yeah i was just like this is 
this is horrible. Yeah. Like if I would, if I was an astronaut, I'd just be like, we're just gonna blow up the, uh, the space the station because just yeah. like fuck this, yeah. you know, this is horror, and it's from Mars. Yeah, Schwarzenegger never had to deal yeah, with that. Yeah, of so. course not. But yeah, that was that was a different time. That was the eighties. That's true. You know, true. and then like you know the aughts. <laughs> the they have to up the game. That's right. You can't no longer be three-titted aliens anymore. No. And why not? I, I ask myself that question quite a lot. Why can't there be three-titted <laughs> aliens? But Because anyway. they tried that for the reboot, and nobody wanted to see three tits in, anymore. I only saw the reboot once. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I like the design of the robots. No. Yeah, uh, this, there was some cool... Visuals. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares? (laughs) Come on, Hollywood. Drop something worth our time. Or better yet, hire us. Yeah. (laughs) You can find us right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Just cut us a check and we'll we'll make something. We'll make your dreams come true. (laughs) Just like Shia said. We'll do it. <laughs> we'll make your dreams come true. <laughs> All right. I, uh, there's no way to follow that, so I think no. we should cap it there. Should we cap it? We're at 52. Yeah. I, are we? Yeah. We got three whole minutes. We could just say what the fuck we want. <laughs> <laughs> Diddy sprinkles. <laughs> Butt-flavored lollipops. <laughs> For shizzle. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you went straight up Tiger Woods there. Yeah, just <laughs> That's one of my favorite favorite Chappelle skits ever. The world, what was it, the World Series of of race or yeah, something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I've always wanted to say this for shizzle. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh god. But um. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, folks, we finally got tickets to Black Panther. Thank God. (laughs) Thank God for that. I mean, we're going to be going to a regular theater with the the rest of you. (laughs) But... (laughs) The rest? Like, they're chumps. Yeah, I said it. (laughs) We have to show up early and get our seats when we're there no my wife got us like imax seats i mean not the real imax but wait, like is it reserved seating yeah oh thank god <laughs> oh thank god we are some spoiled ass motherfuckers man i like the word civilized <laughs> okay and now that's a place where we can cap it all right all right at so the height all of snobbery us, yeah <laughs> Would you like to pass the gray papa? <laughs> you've you've tuned yourself into the funny silly noise podcast. Uh, stay tuned for democracy now and follow us on <laughs> follow us on social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the like. What yes. have you? At robots versus taxes. I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And I'm Pablo Morali Martinez. And this has been Robots, Robots vs. Taxes. Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. You have yourself a pleasant binge-watching experience that doesn't have to include uh, being scammed by the club. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Song of the week.
dime I hung my coat and now it's time To move to the forefront, make my round Say peace and give a pound, have a drink, get down I'm on the floor, besides the door The sound is rich and I ain't poor I'm looking for Susie or Wendy or Judy But look at her, well, look at her. Well, look at her. Who me? Yes, you sweetie, although it's hard to see thee I see your silhouette and what I see has got me needy I'm needing for a second of your time But then I reckon that a second is too short Let me try You're slamming! But anyway, I'd like to say I'm Dreza, the black sheep giving you play Step out on the light, come show off yourself <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry, I thought you were someone else I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go Just don't know, huh? I just don't know Gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go See, something ain't right It's the stroke like Van Damme, ooh, man, you went out, you went out I cannot dig it, I cannot dig it No, black, yo, I cannot dig it Listen, hun, I mean, uh, it's, uh, it's nice looking at you. I, I just have to go. My man is right Where over you there. Going? I have to go. My, huh? I'm on my way, Black. I'm on Do my way. Do you have a number or something? Listen, it's 765 4321. What area code is that? 1 900. Listen here, dear. Step to the rear. Find yourself a seat. Buy yourself a beer. Eat some pretzels. Go play some videos. Thank you for your time, honey, but how I gotta go? I think I lost my coat. And plus, I'm double parked. I thought you was my girl. You see, I can't see in the dark. Anyway, I'm out. Out is what I be. I've got to step with the viscosity. When you see your honey by the strobe light. Black, I hope you got good sight. For honey that you see, like the Shakespeare soliloquy, may or may not be all that. In fact, quite whack. With the girl that makes you stop crack. But neither here nor there, fear. Unless, of course, you don't care. Listen, baby girl, let me say it slow. I have to go. Not to diss, but let's disperse. Yo, I'll see you later unless I see you first. I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. go. I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. go. I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. go. Just don't know, and I just don't know. Gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. See, something ain't right. It's the stroke like...